Did you know in Arizona, taxpayers have choices about where to direct their state taxes? If you have a desire to help families afford the education they choose for their children, sit back, listen, and be inspired. You are listening to Creating Future Leaders with Catholic Education Arizona. Welcome to Creating Future Leaders. This is Colleen McCoy-Sika, and I'm the Director of Strategic Partnerships for Catholic Education Arizona. Catholic Education Arizona is a school tuition organization that uses tax credit contributions from individuals and corporations and turns them into scholarships for students. The best part about being connected with CEA is knowing that you have a choice in where your state taxes go and helping children and families to choose the education best suited for them. Today's guest is a product of Catholic Education, a tax credit contributor, Catholic school parent, and a Catholic Education Arizona corporate partner. Lance Venable is an independent attorney in the East Valley, and his connection to CEA goes back a few years. Welcome to the program, Lance. Thanks so much for spending time with me today. Pleasure, Colleen. Thank you for having me. Of course. Do you want to tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself and your business? Sure. I am a uh, registered patent attorney. I've been practicing in the Valley for 25 years, in fact, this year. I've been, I was born and raised in Chicago. I have uh, lived out here in Arizona for the past 35 years. I came out here to go to school at ASU for my undergraduate degree, and uh, I decided to stay after undergrad. I graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Electrical Engineering, and then I decided after a couple of years of working out in industry that I wanted to go back to law school, and I decided to do that. Graduated in 95, and I've been out here ever since, practicing law. I worked for a couple of different uh, places as an attorney, but for the most part, I had helped form a law practice couple years out of law school that I had worked at until 2014, where I was practicing almost exclusively patent, trademark, and copyright law. I was a partner in that firm up until that time, and then in 2014, I decided to leave and go out on my own, and I've been doing that ever since. And so it's been a very interesting journey, but it's worked out for me very well. I'm very happy with the way I ended up practicing and having lots of time for family and still at the same time having a very enriching career. We are two of many, many people that come here from Chicago. I So I did grow up on the south side of Chicago. For a short time, I, I lived in Indianapolis. And um, when I lived in Indianapolis, we couldn't find anything that was like Chicago food or Chicago culture. And then we move out here to Arizona, 1700 miles away from home. And it's like little Chicago here. So I love the fact that I trip over Chicago people out here. And not only that, but also find other White Sox fans, which is unusual to find, um, you know, sometimes even in, in the city of Chicago. So <laughs> Right. Well, and on the south side, they're plentiful. But uh, any, everywhere <laughs> outside of the south side, there really are uh, certainly not as many as the Cubs have. But uh, we are a, a strong and loyal bunch. And uh, we are. We are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very dedicated. So, so we're both we're both from the south side. We both went to Catholic schools on the south side of Chicago. Can you talk a little bit about your experience in Catholic schools? Because I know that that's something that made such an impression upon you. And it's it's what has 
made you such a great supporter actually of Catholic education out here in Arizona as well. So what do you remember about your days in elementary and high school? How did they make you who you are? Yeah, so I would say that probably uh, like many cradle Catholics and especially people that grew up in the larger cities where there's a Catholic school or a Catholic church on just about every other block. I would consider that my Catholic school experience is as much a part of me as anything else. It has helped shape and form who I am as a person, you know, how I see the world, what, what I value. Uh, what I remember distinctly growing up was that uh, from a very early age, I remember, you know, it just seemed like, uh, not that I had a lot to compare to because I never actually attended a public, a public school until I went to college. The, uh, it seemed like to me that the commitment and the dedication of the teachers always seemed to stand out, sometimes too much. Uh, I do remember that the amount of uh, expectations and demands that were made upon, you know, not just me, but all of my fellow students in terms of wanting to succeed academically the rigor, the discipline, which was as much a part of any old school Catholic as you can remember. I, I actually did attend school during the days when you could get uh, a ruler across the knuckles. That didn't last long, but uh, probably just, yeah, I was maybe eight or nine years old when all of that stopped. But those are the kind of things that you remember. And at the time, you know, you, know, you don't always think of them as great memories, but as you get older, you realize how important that stuff was. The family atmosphere, uh, many of the students and teachers, we all attended, you know, mass together on Sundays. They were as much a part of the parish as as anything. So you you weren't just attending school. You were actually it was sort of an extension of what day-to-day -day life was in the community. When I went to high school, I think it was even more important. And then, you know, when you're 14, 15, you do start to notice and compare and see how your friends who maybe didn't go to Catholic school are doing and maybe you just, you just kind of notice, not that there's anything wrong with it. it, there's certainly nothing wrong with it, but you definitely see that there is a difference. And it was important to me in particular because I attended uh, Quigley South, which, uh, which does not exist anymore, but uh, at the time it was, a, uh, it was a college preparatory seminary school. So I went there thinking, in fact, for maybe at least a couple of years that I thought I might actually end up being a priest. When I decided not to do that, it didn't change my view on anything about the church or the school. If anything, what I saw there was everybody, it seemed like everybody from the principal down to the ladies who were working in the cafeteria were all there to support and, you know, had our best interests in mind and all wanted us to succeed, not just academically, but as turn out to be good human beings. They figured that, in my opinion, they probably thought that it was as much on them, as much of a responsibility on them to make sure that we were steered in the right direction and, and to do well. And so all of those things uh, mattered and they, and they did have a profound impact on me. Um, I really got to understand that what I had by getting a Catholic education was something very special. I knew that, you know, 98% of the kids who I went to high school with and went on to college. And I think the number was something like 75% of those kids ended up finishing college and getting a bachelor's degree. So those numbers are astounding. And when you compare it to other institutions that are not Catholic schools, it, there is a noticeable difference. I also thought too that what I 
got, especially in high school more than anything, was there was a relentless commitment to the social justice aspect of the Catholic Church and serving the poor and helping those in need. And I think that's that sort of like segues into why I believe it's so important to support something like Catholic education, because it's it's a natural extension of what I saw as a student. I, I value those those things in my own life, and I want those values instilled not just in my children, but I imagine there are probably a lot of other parents who feel the same way, that they want their children to have those values instilled in them as well. Lance, a couple of things, just listening to what you were saying there. So here in Phoenix, our graduation rate is still 99%. So the kids that attend Catholic high schools in the Diocese of Phoenix, 99% graduation rate. 97% of those graduates go on to higher education or military service. We don't know how many of them finish college, but what an awesome statistic you just said. I mean, that that's huge. However many can actually finish college, that's a big number. The other thing, that social justice aspect, our schools here too that we support, thousands and thousands of hours of community service from Catholic school kids, elementary and high school kids. It just reminds me of my days too. I remember for one of my theology classes, I all semester long, I had to do so many hours of community service. It forms us, it shapes us, it makes us who we are. The other thing that you mentioned was that your high school is now closed. My high school that I attended on the south side of Chicago, which was an all Girls, you went to an, uh, an all-boys school. I went to an all-girls school, and, and my school is also closed now. It's something to be said about the states that do not have these tax credit programs and the number of schools that are closing across the country, particularly right now, but even like, let's go back 10 years. Let's look at the last 10 years in the Archdiocese of Chicago, where they're closing anywhere from three to seven schools a year. Granted, yes, there was a Catholic school on every corner in in every part of the city. That is also true. But here in Phoenix, because of tax credits, I would say we're not anywhere near that risk of closing as with the states that do not have tax credit programs to financially support their schools. So it's such a gift that we have here in the state of Arizona to be able to do that and to continue to support our Catholic schools. You know, listening to your background, your story, it's understandable why you would want to give the gift of Catholic education to other people, not just your own family members, your own children, but really to invest in the community as a whole. It was very important to you. In Arizona, with the gift of tax credits to help families pay for private education, tell me how you first learned about those tax credits. So I actually first learned from my accountant before I was, uh, before I actually went out on my own in my own, in my practice. My wife and I have a, had an accountant that we use for our personal taxes and finances. And I think it was sometime right around the time that my oldest was in third or fourth grade. It may have been sometime, I think 2008 was right around the time. And then we learned about it, didn't know much about it, but she told us about it. And I said, well, is this like a tax deduction? And she says, no, no, no. It's a, it's a credit. You get a full dollar for dollar tax credit on the donation. And so for my wife and I, it was sure, absolutely. I mean, not that we, we would have probably still done donations anyway, even if it was just a, uh, a tax deduction, but being a tax credit, it makes it even easier for, made it even easier for us. And I'm sure for a lot of others to donate because it really wasn't costing us anything. 
So right. it was very easy for us to do. So the individual tax credit has been around for 23 years. And then the corporate tax credit that you are now taking advantage of through your small business, that's the one that came about about 2008, 2009. That's right. Why should small businesses participate? We know that individual tax credit is incredibly important. That was the first tax credit that was put into place, but there's a limit on that. So an individual can only contribute, you know, 1100 or so and a, a married couple 2300 or so. But businesses do not have a cap on how much of their tax liability they can contribute. So talk a little bit about what benefits you receive as a business owner for participating in this program. Sure. So uh, it's it's much the same. Um, when I first learned about the individual tax credit, the, the corporate tax credit wasn't nearly as important to me at the time because I was working for my firm and at the time my firm was a subchapter s corporation and back then subchapter s corporations were not eligible to receive or to donate the tax credit money there was only i think subchapter c corporations and then recently which just so happened to be right around the time that i left my firm and formed my own business i believe that's when the law changed that allowed subchapter s corporations to donate so that's that was really timely beneficial and when i learned about that again from my accountant it, again, it was just, it was sort of a no-brainer for us to decide, you know, me individually with my wife, that we should also do the donation through my business. And again, it's it's a dollar-for-dollar dollar tax credit that the businesses have no limit. I have, I have a financial limit that I can donate, but if a business owns, business makes enough money and they can donate more, they can donate, as, I think, as much as they want. I think there is, and you might have to clarify this, I think there is a limit by which the total dollars that are donated as for businesses in the state can be donated, but an individual can donate as much as they want. That's so, right. That's right. So yeah, the state, there's a cap for the state. So a large right. amount of money. Right. So, you know, so again, it doesn't cost the company anything to do it because it's the dollar for dollar tax credit. But even, you know, more importantly for me, I, the way I see it as a benefit uh, as a business owner is I'm able to support Catholic education. I feel that there is a, a definite value in doing it. I feel that for me, it's as much of an investment for money that I would invest in my retirement as it would be for uh, investing in the future, uh, investing in other children who want to go to Catholic schools or their parents want to send them there, that I want more kids who have had the benefit and the experience that I've had so that when they come out, hopefully they'll be good, productive, tax-paying citizens who are good Catholics, you know, good Catholic, but good, good citizens, good people. I think, you know, and I think most importantly for me is that many families are not able to afford to go to Catholic school. They want to. There are many that want to, but can't. In fact, I know several parents who themselves were, were Catholic school children, and they just can't afford to send their children to Catholic schools and give them the same opportunities that they've had. Um, many have children who are in Catholic grade schools, but then when they get to Catholic high school, find that, you know, because it is, it's far more expensive to send, send their kids to school in Catholic high school. So it, no doubt it's expensive. I remember that when I was in school in the early 80s, tuition was no more than about $2,000 a year. But even adjusted for inflation, that's far more expensive now than it was back when we were 
we were going to school in the 80s. It is. So the idea of being able to help families send their kids to offset those costs so that they can continue on the Catholic school is very important to me. You know, I think that it's just something that for for a business owner to not take advantage of it when if you're somebody that supports the program, it's almost like, why not? Like, to me, the question isn't why, it's why shouldn't you? This year, our number is at about 138,000 students that we've been able to serve over the course of the last 23 years. So, you know, when you think about whether it's an individual tax credit or a corporate contribution that, that a company can do through their tax credit program, every single penny counts. Every single contribution is important. And being able to do this year after year, and as you said, have it ultimately cost nothing, it's kind of a no-brainer to invest in our community, to invest in future ethical, moral leadership that is going to be taking care of us when, when we are older. So, you know, those are those are the big picture things to think about, right? Yes. So you chose Catholic education for your own family as well. Not surprising. I did too. A lot of people who went to Catholic school and had those incredible formative experience. Also, whenever possible, we also send our kids to Catholic school, right? So what benefits have you seen in your own family as a result of making that choice to send your kids to Catholic school? So this is probably very easy for me to answer because I see the benefits uh, in real time. My son, Michael, who's my oldest, he's a junior now at Northern Arizona University. Uh, he's doing very well academically. In fact, uh, he and his friends would often complain to me when they were in school, uh, in high school, and talk about how hard it was to go to Seton. My son, or my son graduated from Seton, my daughter, is a senior this year at Seton. And they, they even date this back to when they were in grade school as well, but they would often complain like, oh, this is so hard academically. And this was, this was a common refrain that I would hear, not just from him, but his friends. And I would tell them, you need to trust me on this. You don't know, and you won't appreciate it until you get older when you get into college to see just how better prepared you will be than a lot of your friends who maybe didn't go to Seton or another Catholic school. You know, that's not to say that that's everywhere, but certainly you will you will see a difference. The expectations, the high bar that is set, the, I believe that the, uh, you know, a lot of the spiritual and moral teachings that you get in Catholic school, when you go off to college, it's a different world and you're not going to have mom and dad who are checked on you at all times and know exactly what you're doing at all times. So you, you don't understand until you get somewhere and then you actually see what the difference is. I noticed it when I came out here to go to college that it is a, it's a completely different world. You are exposed to so much and so many different things that you probably did not and ever, never would have seen as a high school student. And not just that, but you're going to be exposed to how really hard it can be in college to succeed academically. Now, what my son, you know, will say to me is that, you know, dad, I think you're right. You know, his, a lot of his friends will say, yeah, you know what? I, actually find college to be a little easier than it was when I went to high school, which I find almost exactly the same experience that I had when yep. I first started school. And I started as an electrical engineering student, very hard curriculum. I saw several of my friends who came into school and were not prepared. If they got just a small amount of homework a night or, you know, they maybe weren't challenged or didn't take the, the level of classes that uh, were offered that we had at our school, they were not prepared. That doesn't mean that they couldn't be successful, and many of them did overcome that, but it was just that I just found that going to a Catholic school prepared me so much 
for college. And at the end of the day, that's really primarily what it's there for. And then secondarily, I was able to, you know, hold on to a lot of the things that were still ringing in the back of my head from things the priests were talking about in religion class and, you know, all of that about uh, being a good person. You know, I, I think it just, you know, it went hand in hand with what my parents were teaching me as well. But it made me ready for what was to go on in college. And I navigated through it. Academics was extremely important. And I made good friends. I chose good friends. I still had a lot of fun in college, no doubt, but it was the good fun. It wasn't uh, a lot of the bad stuff. So I think that that certainly my college, my high school experience prepared me for that. And now I hear my kids saying the same thing. Michael is absolutely telling me the same thing. Yeah, dad, there's a lot of stuff that goes on up here at NAU. And I think having him prepared for that through what he experienced in high school and what a lot of his friends now say, the same thing. And my daughter, who is also, like I said, she's a senior. She's had her ups and downs, too, in, in, at Seton, you know, in terms of struggling to be successful academically. She gets good grades, but it's very hard. And I tell her the same thing. I said, you have to just trust me on this. When you get off to college, you will be so much better prepared than if you hadn't gone. So I think that's, in a nutshell, that's really what I saw was the, what I see is the personal benefit by seeing my own children. I imagine that if you talk to a lot of other families, they would say the same thing. I think it's why so many parents do want to be able to send their kids to Catholic school. And if they can't afford it, I think that's a shame because that's why everyone should be able to afford to send to send their children to Catholic school. And one of the things that you said that I, I absolutely love what you said, because I see that I've done it through my own life. And I, I see that my children are now um, surrounding themselves with good people. They make very careful choices about who they surround themselves with. We are just Catholic school through and through. Academically, I think to be able to look at the numbers and see how many people actually graduate and go off to college and, be, and are successful, at least at that level, it is so worth it. You know, I remember growing up, this is going back to when I was in Chicago and growing up, you know, a lot of the kids in my neighborhood were not Catholic, but their families still wanted more than anything to send their kids to St. Teresa, the Little Flower Catholic School, because they knew that there was, that it was a good experience and they wanted them to go to, to Catholic high school. I know a lot of my friends who were not Catholic have gone through 12 years of Catholic school and they will say to this day, I see many of my friends on Facebook, they send their kids to Catholic schools for the same reasons. It's the experience and you don't realize it until you get older, just how valuable it is and how important it is. But like I said, I think it's really hard to argue with the results. So I know that if I'm investing my money, if I'm paying, if I'm sending money to CEA, it's going to a very good cause where the money is likely to reap substantial benefits for people. Absolutely. And that's why we call this podcast Creating Future Leaders. That's why in, in our in our mission statement and everything that we do here at CEA, we talk about how we're creating future leaders. And it's not just a tagline. It's actually what we're doing. So thank you so much for spending time with me today. For our listeners, if you want to learn how you can create future leaders with Catholic Education Arizona, visit our website at ceaz.org or call us at 602-218-6542. Lance, it has been a pleasure as always talking to you. Thank you so much for being a guest on the program. Thank you to our listeners for hanging out with us today. It's always a great day at CEA and we'll see you next time. 
Thank you very much, Colin. You have been listening to Creating Future Leaders with Catholic Education Arizona. For more information, visit us at www.catholiceducationarizona.org.